September 25th, the new Fox Tuesday kicks off with New Girl's new season. Then, welcome Ben and Kate. Stay away from my sister before you find out what six years of Rob McGaugh feels like. Well, like, year and a half plus, like, four years on and off I was traveling. Followed by another all-new New Girl. What am I looking at here? Pure, unadulterated friendship. And the Mindy Project. <laughs> Can't believe you're tattling. Tattling is when a little girl does it, okay? When a hot woman does it, it's called whistleblowing. The new Fox Tuesday premieres September 25th on Fox. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dance Moms After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dance Moms After Show. Yay! Yay. <laughs> hey, everyone. What's up? It is Giselle Ugardi here bringing you the recap of your favorite Dance Mom. There we go. One last time. Oh. We already saw the finale. We saw Reunion Part 1. This is the Reunion Part Dos. And helping me out is my co-host to my left. Hi everyone, Jason J. Carter here. And just for you just so you know at home viewers, I am wearing a guest tank top. It is not a regular wife beater tank top. I did. This is actually a stylish tank top because someone said it looked like it just rolled out of bed. I did not, so there you go. Hi everyone. <laughs> so glad to be here for the second part of the reunion of Dance Moms. Uh, and our guest. Our Hello. guest, special guest in the studio tonight. We have Mr. Tony Moore, actor, live events host. He also has his own web show called Lounging with Tony. Yeah. Say hello, Tony. We're happy that hello. you're here. Thank you so much. And no, Jason and I are not twins. <laughs> Just in case anyone was wondering that. Just in case Just in you case. were wondering. BKW. There, is, there is no relation. No relation. What's everybody? I do love you, though, Tony. We Thank had you. some confusion backstage earlier a little bit. Yeah. Are you guys brothers? <laughs> like, wait, Jason? No. Not brothers, not cousins, not even related. No, not not even. But you Just you know, need to look like me. Yeah, well, yeah, I wasn't say the same. I mean, I, I am the better looking one if they had to choose. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Hold on a second here. <laughs> Let, let's not. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting a little off topic That's now. That's debatable. We're a little off topic now. Well, look, before we get started with our recap, I just want to remind you that Bing is for doing. Bing. And um, also, make sure you check us out on iTunes. We are so, so, so grateful to everyone who has been leaving comments feedback, positive and negative, because we want to bring you better shows, the best shows, and we've been pretty much on top this whole season, and this is the first time we've covered Dance Mom, so thank you so much to everyone who's been rating us five stars, liking us on YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, Really, really appreciate that. So check us out, and make sure you also download the podcast app on your iPhone, smartphone, because then you'll automatically get your favorite show. 
dance moms to For your sure. phone. <laughs> Say right. Giselle. Preach. Let's let's get right into tonight's reunion. I know this is like the after show to the after show now. Right. Because this is like them breaking down the show already. This is like I the mean, chaser. And, you know, they had their EP of the show, Jeff Collins hosting it. Really, we should have just been there, right? Well, first of all, <laughs> let me talk, let me state, Jeff, if you're listening and watching, please don't not hire me for a job in the future. But I wasn't feeling your tie that, that yellow streak through it was just not doing it for me. And really, if you're going to host a show with women that are, th- that are that charismatic in their different ways, you have to be charismatic. And if you're going to try to emulate the Real Housewives format, you know, bring them all back on a panel, then at least throw a twist into it. I felt like this reunion on both parts, part one and part two, which is poorly edited. Yeah. A lot of choppy, very blunt edits. Nothing was very smooth. And it just, you know, it, it wasn't good. So for the future EP, get it together. And we... Well- you know what? You have to remember, though, that he is the EP. So, on the one hand, he was perfect for this position because he knows the most First about account, everybody. Sure. He watches everything. He sees behind the scenes. He maybe plans some things right. that may or may not be staged. So, on that hand, I get it. At the same, and, you know, it was his first time. So, Cut him some slack, know, right? Andy yeah. Cohen was. Probably, I, I mean, I can't remember that far, but I'm pretty sure he probably wasn't as witty at first. Or, you know, maybe we weren't ready for that kind of thing now. Because it wasn't until recently that hosts are now that conversational sit back and relax kind of thing. It used to right. be more professional, you know, just straightforward and blunt like this. Yeah. So, but yeah, I totally agree with you. There were some blunt cuts in there, blunt some bad cuts, editing. Man. You know, there were times when I wanted to be like, wait a minute, why, why didn't you ask her more about that question? Or like, how did you? How did you just change topics right now? That didn't right. make yeah, sense. I mean, I felt like that, too. I felt like as soon as there were points that were being brought up and they were getting to that point where, like, ooh, ooh, we're try- finally getting to some stuff, he would go, okay, and now I think it's a good time to t- take a commercial yeah. break. Right. And I'm like, random. But, yeah, it's not a good time to take a commercial break yeah. because I want to know what's the going on The tea was here. about to be yeah, spilled, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, yeah. you know what? That's what we're here for. We're going to take off where the show left off and, right. and let's dig right into it. Um, you know, the first couple of topics I want to talk about are the battles. There were there were a lot of like, you know, battles going on in the commentary of tonight's show. Mm-hmm. We started off with um, the Abby Lee Dance Company versus Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> because one thing that I think we forgot is that yes, she's a candy apple, but she joined the studio at one point too. Yeah. And what I mean, let's be real. I think Abby actually loved Kathy's routine when she did the mom's <laughs> thing. I think she did too. The thing about Kathy though that, you know, you got to get you got to hand it to Kathy. She is so authentic in her own right. She just yeah. she's just so genuine and be it if she's crazy or or off her rocker, she commits. And that's what I love about Kathy is that she just don't give a damn. And the routine I saw tonight I guess I may have missed that episode because I had never seen that routine before. Yeah, but I've never seen that either. It was it was it was the first season. I mean, yeah. really, what they were doing? Okay, why people? Why must people dance like that? Well, it's I mean, they, it was trying to be age appropriate. I mean, they are moms, so it's not moms like they can, can shut like, it down. Though can drop it like it's hot. Some can. Those moms cannot. Therefore, <laughs> their routine was very simple until Kathy decided to uh, go all solo. Steal the show. <laughs> That's one of the things Abby said though too is that they could have done some different things. But yeah. I think it's it's funny though, Jason. You just said that's what I love about Kathy, right? And it's interesting because I think for the last two reunion episodes, she kind of has shown some likable traits, even. Even though she's witty and she takes those jabs and she stabs at the other mom. Kathy's very like There's something about her that was like, oh my gosh, she's actually really funny and I kind of want to hang out right. with her. Right, she's endearing. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like those uh, love to hate type of characters. Mm-hmm. Like, you you kind of hate her, but then you kind of love, love her, her right? at the same time. Yeah. She's mastered the art of the backhanded compliment with the 
not so bad kind of compliment with oh, a yeah. smile on her face. She's and like, within yeah. reason, right? She she has evidence to back up what she says. Yeah. Whether it's admitting her faults or you know poking at whoever she's making fun of. And you said admitting her faults. One th- one of the things I loved about Kathy last episode was when she talked about, or prior to the reunion, was when she talked about the routine the girls did about texting and driving. <laughs> and she was blown away by it. And she was genuinely, honestly, just like, that was a great routine. And you know, it's, yeah. when you're a competitor and you're a prideful competitor, it's really hard to tell your your opponent or your or, or the person you're going against that they were good. Yeah. Because you feel like you're giving away your power, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And Kathy was just like, that was brilliant. I mean, but I think she also tries to consistently be intimidating in some, like Absolutely. with her little chants and like, you know, and all that. She's that type of person where, you know, Abby, they just kind of come in, they do their thing, but she has to make sure to let them know that her presence is there. On that point, do you think that the way that she does try to intimidate them? Is that cheating? Is that strategy? Because we've seen her, you know, today they featured particularly um, when she had one of her dancers do a song that she knew Chloe was doing. And another um, area, she had Kendall dress up, I believe it was Kendall, as the Queen of Hearts when Chloe's doing a Queen of Hearts routine. She's had her groups compete in the same categories as Abby's. Is that cheating? Is that strategy? It's strategy. Of course it's strategy because she wants, she, one of the things about Kathy I like too is that she's not a snake in the grass. She's open about her 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 whatever her drama. She's like, fine, we're gonna be is if look like you said, Chloe's gonna be the queen of hearts. You're gonna be the queen of hearts. It's it's neck and neck. You but know? it's kind of like one of those things of anything you can do, I can do better. Right. You know what I mean? It's not. She's not being original. She's kind of saying, oh, Abby's doing this. Well, I'm gonna do this too, and I'm gonna make it better. You know right. what I mean? Like the whole copying of the music and all that. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that people should take note of is that yeah, we've only seen Candy Apples beat Abby Lee Dance Company once, mm-hmm. but those are only what they show. Exactly. Because she did mention that they have beaten them a few more times. And Abby knows that, as Kathy said. So... They've yeah. been in competition for nothing, nothing triggers motivation like a little competition. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that Abby, Abby is more, their drama is more, they come from within with their drama. They bring their, their whole intensity is what is intimidating. They don't have, they don't have to speak about it. They're, they mm-hmm. be about it. And their aura is very intense. You know, yeah. Abby alone's intimidating. You know, and then when you yeah. watch her on TV and yeah. walk into her, so you just feel the tension, whereas, um, Kathy's like that dog that just barks and barks and barks and, <laughs> and barks and Abby just, and Abby just waits and bites. Yeah. You know, so it's just a, it's a two different type, two different tactics. Yeah. What about when they started talking about Jill and Kendall in terms of her leaving, coming back? What do we think about her flip flops? I think Jill is just one of those moms that like want to go where her her daughter can shine and be like in the forefront at at the Abby Lee Miller school like you had Maddie and Chloe and you know all those girls who are more established there and there really wasn't a niche for Kendall and so when Jill saw that she was like oh well I'll go to Candy Apples where I'm pretty sure Kendall can shine you know Kathy said that she's gonna give Kendall this that and the other so I think that's why she kind of hops around because she wants Kendall to kind of be more in the forefront I I agree with you Tony on, on that point as well but one of the things I always wonder is why can't these girls just work harder at being amazing? But not saying bloom where you're planted. Well, by Jill leaving, I think it would have been if, okay. If Jill would went to the candy apples, fine. She took her daughter. It didn't work out. But I think it's the way they do things that makes it that much that much more intense. If she would just be like, you know what? I think that I want to give 
my daughter a child at the Candy Apples to maybe have a chance to not so much be at the forefront to get a better experience, though. Then, I mean, of course, that's but not is, a, is it a better experience at Candy Apples? I mean, I'm no, just saying. Well, no, a better experience it as far as. like it. Yeah, I mean, a better experience as far as being able to have more solos and to be able to grow okay, as a dancer. Yeah. Because way, you have to, yeah. you have, Abby's, Abby's rigorous um, rhetoric at, or the, her, the hierarchy at her at her studio was just full out. I mean, you have to really, it's blood, sweat, and tears there. Yeah. Right. And, it, and dance should be hard work. But it should be hard work on itself, in itself, you know, with training and choreography and going through the movement. Not about playing these games and politics. And of course, the industry is politics. When you get more into it, it's that. Yeah. But so I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with Jill going to the candy apples. I think fine. Any mom would, any mom would do that for their child. Yeah. They want yeah. their child to shine, or again have a better experience. Fine. I think, I think it's the way they do things, the dramatic exits and entrances that they oh, do yeah. well, that make it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, do you guys think that the moms have accepted Jill, or is she still on the fence with the moms? I think from watching, I don't think that I don't think because if you if you if you if you really watch the four moms gab amongst themselves, and Jill's mm-hmm. kind of like the black sheep. Jill's kind of like, oh hey Jill. Whereas let's say we're we're a crew and we have us three, and then someone else comes in, ha ha ha. But then oh hey hey Sasha, how you doing? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> it's just like you kind of keep that in the back of your head. She, and, and even her energy is different than the other moms. Well. I think she's like she's one of those type of people that like she's kind of in but she's not all the way in mm-hmm. like they're they're slowly like letting her into the group but they still have that like watchful eye on Reservation. her you know exactly I mean? yeah. 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 She's, because she's she could pick up and leave again right it's well, abandonment they, issues they, they prey on weakness you know, they'll, they hold those grudges, whether it's immediately or whether they keep it in back up until right. they need mm-hmm. to use it as ammunition. Exactly. That's what they do. But I will say that one thing that I have noticed about Jill is she can be a little bit manipulative and in course. the way that she handles things. But at the end of the day, you can tell that she really is there for her daughter. Yeah. And she's not going to let her own personal issues get in the way of that. There have been a couple times where she's been on the cusp of letting her own personal emotions get in the way of you know her actions for her daughter but at the end of the day it's because she wants to protect her daughter yeah. and it's not necessarily just her having a mood swing or her freaking out or being immature or walking out on yeah. in the middle of something so i have to you know acknowledge her on that um and then i think the most I don't know, touching, unusual battle that we saw tonight was Kelly versus Abby. Yeah, that was kind of news to me. I didn't realize there was... I mean, Kelly has obviously been with Abby for a number of years, and they say that throughout the show, but I never knew there was this, like, thing between us. And it, and especially this season, it's kind of been escalating. I mean, even to a point where Kelly's like, I'm not coming back next mm-hmm. year. Well, she... Yeah, Kelly's known for her I'm not coming back. Well, but, I mean... But, like, in, in part one of the reunion, she, she said that she loves Abby and hates Abby. And, again, this week she said the same thing, too. And I, I feel as though this... Okay, let's let's not talk about the show and what we're seeing. Let's talk about yeah. just them as people and them as emotional yeah. beings and what they're going through. I honestly feel like the, the, we always say it's a dysfunctional family on Dance Moms. But I think that... They if, know it, too. Yeah, if yeah. Kelly and Abby it. would would... Would bury the hatchet or whatever hatchet is still that needs to be whatever's going on there. I'm sure they could they could we could easily party with the Hadians. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, Thanks, I know, right? Well, and, you know, it's just I see like the more the merrier. I don't think Abby 
I don't think Abby is holding as big a grudge on anything as Kelly is. No, there's there's definitely something that Kelly is holding on. She needs to work that out. Right. They mentioned some interesting things. They said it could possibly be over a boy. They said it could be over Kelly quitting. Abby mentioned her parents and then compared them to, to the way that she raises her kids. It yeah. was really interesting. But, and we tried to find out Kelly's age. I want to say that it's 42. She's definitely in her 40s. Mm-hmm. Abby's 52. So I found it to be strange when they were bringing up a boy. Yeah. So I think they're closer in age than we think because Abby does always mention I was 14 when I, you know, created the studio. So, but I, I mean, do you, do we really think Abby would no, well, first of all, I mean, if, no, if Kelly and that seems silly. Abby yeah. are the same age, a- Kelly's got some bomb-ass Botox, because Kelly looks amazing. I mean, <laughs> Kelly does look amazing. She's amazing. Like, she that does. face does not move, except for those eyes. That's why those eyes are bulging, because the yeah. face is, like, stuck. Um, <laughs> Don't diss the Botox. No, okay? I'm, no, no, no. I'm, hey, whatever. Do if, Like Giselle says, it's preventative. Um, <laughs> whatever, but I'm just saying, I... I I don't think it has anything immature to do about a boy. I'm, pro- I'm probably sure it's just years of back and forth com- competition, abuse, experiences yeah. they have when they're younger that they can't get rid of. It's like high school all over again. It, it, it obviously is for them because for the fact that they even brought up this boy and how, like, you know, apparently Kelly, I guess, stole the boy from Abby because Abby really like Like, it seemed really like high school. And it's like, how old are you women? Like, you're bringing this up now? Like, that happened so long like, ago. Probably yeah. 30 years ago. But also, but <laughs> Kelly is also like, whenever she's like insulting Abby it's always like you're fat and like low blow yeah really low blow low extremely low and they're vicious they're not like they're not like sweet disses they're it's, like it's like get them where it hurts be, you no. fat be you, know, you virgin cool. yeah you whore well that one has been brought up she's like you did she call her a fat whore she did she call, call her a, a whore and okay I'm kind of, sorry. I'm, like, I'm I'm combining the two apparently. But and we, me and just were like horror. Like who's Abby bumping bumping and grinding? I mean, big every, girls need love too. Exactly. And somebody likes it. Like they tell me, there's always someone out there for everyone. There's someone there for everybody. Yeah. Everyone deserves. Now that she's a celebrity, I'm sure there's many oh, somebody's. They are twittering her up. I'm sure. Okay. Well, moving on to some more attention that's been going on in the studio is there's always the fight for the top spot. Yeah. And they especially focused on Melissa tonight. Do we think that Melissa is making way too many excuses for Maddie? I think, well, I think Melissa just tries to play nice. She wants to be light and nice. Still? Yeah. She's been pretty. She, she's she been has a snake in the grass this no, season. Yeah, she, she, I, think I agree. She had. Melissa's kind of been no, she shade, has, shade, shade. She has, but she has her moments. But even even during the reunion, we saw that, like, when, you know, they brought in the new mom, that all of a sudden Melissa went into this, oh, you were like, hmm, hmm. Right. You know, I mean, so she's still trying to play that girl that that she wants everyone to like her. But but still be the, the Iron Fist and the Velvet Gloves. Yeah. Still, you know, it's almost like she's a, a snake in the grass. Yeah. Um, she she's your friend to your face, but behind your back, she's throwing you under the bus. I I think, of course, Melissa makes excuses for Maddie. I mean, what mom wouldn't make? Well, my mom wouldn't, but what and on this show, what mom wouldn't make an excuse for their daughter? Yeah. And the top spot is the top spot really that important? Like honestly, I feel as though well, it's supposed it, to be. Yeah, it that's is. why it's that's why they created it. Yeah. Because I don't see I don't see how where it's paying off for these kids to be the top of the pyramid. It's to make you want it. Like yeah. you, you have to want to. It's it's that thing. It's it's like when I was in in third grade, like 
if I did good on a test or something like that, I got a sticker. If I got like three stickers, I got to get uh, get a piece of candy. So right. like I always wanted to get three stickers. It's like these girls always want to be on top of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Like so they're going to do their best. They're going to work hard on their turns, you know, pointing their foot, you know, making sure their legs are straight and stuff like that. So that at the end of the day, you know, they win and they're on the top of the pyramid. And it's reflecting real life, too. Right. Because, exactly. You know, we've, we've compared this to auditions since, you know, all of us are working on some sort of craft that requires competition. And, yeah. and it is a reflection. Whether it's fair or not, that's a totally different question altogether. But I do right. have to say that I have noticed that if Maddie isn't at the top of the pyramid, there is a lot of times an excuse Rather than, oh, she needs to work harder, mm-hmm. it's it's like, oh, well, you know, obviously it's because she blah, 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 or because so-and-so did blah, 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 rather than, well, next time. Or she well, hasn't had a solo to... in a few weeks because right. Abby it just... took it away from her. And so I think that there is a little bit of excuses being made. And and I thought it was interesting when, um, when they were asking her, do you think that Chloe should have beat Maddie? And she wouldn't just say, yes, I trust the judges. You know, like yeah, yeah. It's a okay. yes or no she, question. Well, she tap she tap dances around a lot because she wants to be liked. It goes back to what I said. She wants to. She's be afraid liked. of the other mom. Yeah. She's want to be. She but if she wants it. to be liked, she would have said, "Yeah, I do think Chloe should have won." Because that would have that would have been that would have been her not putting Maddie first. And and putting another mom, mom's child first, and they're you know gaining points. Maddie. Yeah, yeah. You know, but then again, it's it's, it's a double edged sword. Because she would have pissed off someone, some mom. Yeah, but you have to do that. I mean, you can't make nice with everybody. Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby says, if you're if you're making if you have enemies, at least you stood for something, right? Yeah. So. Hey, well, I liked how Abby mentioned. She said, you know, um, if Chloe and Maddie weren't as good as they are, the other one wouldn't be either. Yeah. You know, if one of them wasn't doing however many turns, this one wouldn't be doing it. It's, yeah. Agreed. It's- Agreed. Yeah, because you always find that person that you want to be better than. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if this person is doing this, then you're going to make sure you do that because you want to be wherever they are. So you can't let them win. And, and, you know, Giselle and Tony, it's so funny you guys talk about that. I had a conversation with someone the other day about how they say you should never compare yourself to other people. But I think in a competitive industry, you kind of have to. You like, can't help it. You, no. you know, because, it's inevitable. Right. I think that's with anything. And, and I mean, you would be stupid. You'd be a fool not to not to open your eyes to your environment and see what's working for those and what's not working for you or what could possibly be working for you. And you had just stated that, you know, without the other person, without the other person being amazing, the other person would be either. It's mm-hmm. so sad to hear that, though, because yeah. it's always... If you if you stop and look at it, it's like damn, you know that's such a, a tragic a tragic thing to say. Yeah. Why can't one just why can't they just be amazing on their own right? Yeah. Why does it have to be? It's like um, twins brothers putting pitting each other against each other. You know, yeah. it's just it's it's and they're so young. That's right. what breaks my heart is these kids are so young to experience this kind of. It's almost like emotional trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess it, it can be. It definitely yeah. can. In terms of this is when you're supposed to be building up your self esteem, right? Yeah. And they've you know they get built up and then they get broken down and built up and broken down. And whether that's going to make them stronger people or perhaps burnt out, we won't know until they're 21. they get older. <laughs> and yeah, Amanda I mean, Bynes. Who knows? I mean, clearly we see that Brooke's already been burnt out a little bit and yeah. who knows if she's going to reignite that spark or find a new passion but I mean it's it's very very true um, who would you guys have put at the top of the pyramid at the end of the season I, go ahead, go ahead. I would have gave it to Chloe I, I think definitely throughout these seasons, like she's just become a very beautiful dancer. Her growth, and I, yeah. I agree. She's, she's just grown so much, and I, I actually do stop and pay attention to her a lot more now. It's and it's, with Maddie, it's kind of like, huh? It's Maddie. Like she's going to be great. Like she's going to be flawless. But you kind of pay attention to Chloe, and you're like, wow, wow. 
yeah. from from Maddie, you need more now because it's just yeah. like when we say about being in Los Angeles, everyone's talented. Yeah. So seeing amazing talents, like okay, well. Show me something yeah. more. You what have to be yeah. hyper talented. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Chloe, so you start to look at the overall picture. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. fine. She's talented. What else is she bringing to the table? And with Chloe, she not only is she a great technician, but when she dances, she she gives you textures, I guess. Whereas mm-hmm. Maddie kind of Maddie's a great performer too, but it's just very surface. Yeah. Chloe seems like she's more. She's more. It's more. I guess. Tangible and relatable, or get exactly organic. She's not. It's almost effortless with Chloe now, and it is, and and that's what's taken the growth that she's endured. Has that's what's come to fruition from that. It's kind of like you know when you watch Chloe, you can tell that she's really feeling those moments and really like having those emotions where I kind of feel like Maddie now knows where to put those emotions and where to invoke that and whether she's feeling it or not like she just knows where to do it yeah it's just like automatic I think Chloe still struggles a little bit emotionally but I Mm. do think she's more well-rounded in terms of the dancer Mm. you know she has like you said amazing technique but Mm -hmm. not just in one area ballet jazz lyrical contemporary she's doing more acro now whereas i feel like maddie we see her doing a lot of the same things a lot of the same moves a lot of the same Ooh, uh, we 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 made fun of this last week the reach (laughs) you know and the smiling and and so i I definitely want to see more dimension from her i think they're both amazing but you know one thing that i think i would have loved to see from Abby, and I mean, granted, I doubt we would ever, ever would, is I would love for her to maybe start off or end the season with everyone on the same level. Yeah. You know, because, yes, it is about a competition and a competitive environment and being mm-hmm. better, but I also think that there's a team aspect that sometimes they forget about, especially yeah. in terms of the group routines, because there's always so much going on, mm-hmm. but they have to remember that they all need to be you know, dancing is one. I agree. I agree 100%. And, and this competition, more than ever, everybody contributed to the win. Yeah. And they had a clean sweep. And, you know, Chloe has shown growth. Yeah. Mackenzie has shown oh, growth. Nia. Little cutie Nia has shown growth. Yes. Kendall is growing into, you know, this beautiful young lady. Yeah. And, you know, Maddie, even though she's always been wonderful, she's still holding the standard high. Yeah. Paige <laughs> had a really hard season. <laughs> she really did. And, and really Brooke did. ended up, you know, finishing on top as well. So yeah. I would have, you know, we'll have to see what happens for next season. And, yeah. and they did say that at the end there will be another season. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I am too. And, and, and to add to what you're saying about, you know, having them all end up on top, that is exactly what is missing from the show sometimes is that camaraderie and that togetherness. It would be nice to have one episode where, where Abby has all the girls and says, oh, guys, okay, okay, guys, let's Slumber go out there. party. And ki- let's go out there and <laughs> kick Right or or let's go out there and kick some ass. Let's yeah. handle business. I believe in all of you guys. You guys are all amazing. You're all talented. Let's do this for the ABDC. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know you who knows. But that. But then you know, know. that would be a perfect world, though. I mean, what, yeah. what would, what would it's not a perfect do? world in the no. Abby Lee Miller company. No, especially when we saw moving on Black Patsy. Oh, love oh, her. Join the cast of the show, oh. who Jason just loves. Tell me why you love her because I just Giselle, don't understand. The reason why the reason why I like her is not it's not a black thing. It's not. It's because when you especially tonight. Everything she said was on the money. She she held herself together. She she stood her ground and she called these women out for what they were. And but it was why? Because yeah. okay. She came in she came in granted 
first of all, I think Kaya was an added element that really shook up Dance Moms. You always need yeah. that that influx of fresh air, be it be it if it's ghetto fresh air <laughs> or <laughs> whatever. So is that fresh? Yeah, she no. she's fresh. She's Hood? a little spicy. She's a little spicy. Very but um, <laughs> very I, I I like her. I think that she from what I saw, I don't think she was coming. I think she of course she was like the mom. The birds of a feather flock together. She wanted her daughter to, to talk about her daughter's talented. Right. She wanted more opportunities. She came from Ohio, the Lou. She came from St. Lou to um, Pittsburgh to have her daughter. Cool, whatever, done deal. But when she was there, the moms, the moms kind of were catty with her. The moms weren't very welcoming. They weren't very open. And, and again, she's a different energy. Like I was telling Tony earlier, in Los Angeles, especially people don't know how to handle people that are too real. Either you, either if you're too real, you're arrogant, you're cocky, you're abrasive. When you're just speaking the truth, and so people like. A facade. They don't want to hear the truth. They're, they can't handle the truth. And Kaya gave these women the truth. Be, be but it. I just feel like she was too much. It's okay. Like she came in being but too much. Jill, all but okay. She may have been too much, but these women have been too much every season, though. But okay. But when you meet someone for the first time, you don't come in like you know all like this, that, and the other. But blah, yeah, blah, blah. like you kind of yeah, you kind of come in like hi, how's everyone? Kind of get to know. She everyone. probably she did came in, No, she, pro- she, she we came just didn't in see like that. a firestorm. Yeah, and, and maybe like, that's her. But she also, I felt like she had a perception of these women before she came in exactly. there, which is what started this whole like, I'm keeping it real and I'm gonna be in your face and tell you how it is. When like, if she didn't go in like that and actually got to know these women, and when like you know normal people do when you first getting to know someone, like. I mean, to she, her defense, she, she wouldn't have got, gotten to, like that. I understand, and you know, I'm sorry to her defense. Offense to her defense. Uh, first of all, you make valid points there, Tony. I know, but I, but I do think that she, she. It's just like if okay, if I told you tonight you're going to be on Dance Moms with me and Giselle Ugardi. Giselle Ugardi is an intense host. Jason Carr is an intense host. Be prepared. You're going to have all these thoughts in your mind. You're going to have you're going to have your armor on because yeah, you're going to have your guard so up. I, and I think that for having her guard up, she was pleasant. She was nice. And then when she said she was a lesbian and this and and things, they didn't know how to handle that. I, Fine, viewers at home. I, maybe she no. was. She was too much. Join the she conversation. Was, she she was she was mm-hmm. a lot. She was too I, much, and she gave too much information. No one cared. No one cared or even knew that she was a lesbian. First of all, she gave us that information. I didn't care. I didn't want to know. And it was like, oh, is it because I'm black? Is it because I'm a lesbian? And okay. I'm like, okay, thank In you for sharing new information. But to answer Giselle's question, the right. reason why I liked her. That's okay, Tony. You're entitled to your opinion. The reason why I liked her was because she was real and she was very well spoken tonight, and she did and she did make points, and she people. Asked her, asked her questions, and she gave the answers that she thought. You know, she wasn't she wasn't footing around, and she called out every woman exactly how they should. She said the same thing about about Jill. You 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 like whoever's next to you. If, if I don't like you, if someone next to you doesn't like you, me, then you're not. I mean, she called these women out, and she read them for who they are, and you have yeah. to respect that. But here's the thing, though, is that you know I will say you make a very good point about you know when you walk into a situation like that. You need to be able to carry yourself a certain way, and yeah. I think that's a level of sophistication, maybe a level like a level of class. And Respect. she kind of she very much went in there behaving as though she was better and that her daughter was better than everybody yeah. else. Sure. And I will say she made some really good points. Like she mentioned that the moms do sometimes make it about themselves rather yeah. than their children. I thought that was a really good point. But the thing is, is that when she delivers with name calling and with being very abrasive and very yeah. condescending Tackless. that's that's why people wouldn't necessarily accept what she has to say exactly. and also you know you have to remember that if you give someone advice without them asking for it then it comes off as criticism instead yeah. of constructive right you know and so it 
I can see why the the ladies put their guards up. And she was someone who, okay, yeah, she kind of kept her cool, a little bit of the backhanded, you know, mm-hmm. advice, compliments, etc. But when she started to bring up the colors yeah. and the sexual yes. orientation, especially yes. at the competition, especially in front of the kids, yeah. especially pulling Holly into it, that was inappropriate. Yeah. But I will say that I appreciated how she did, you know, confront Holly and say, you know what? I would. I felt our relationship was genuine, and I think you deserve better. And whether that was appropriate or not, it, she did definitely express herself a lot more, a lot better than she had in the past. Yeah, right. I just didn't understand. You know, maybe it's because they didn't show it and the editing was bad, but why was she going around being Dr. Phil and exactly. reading everybody? Well, I, don't, I don't understand why they gave her that moment. They well, didn't do do that with the other dance moms. I, I think we, all, we we have to go back to, okay, now let's talk about the show, their characters, right? So right. This, it's just like Meryl's Place. Y'all remember, viewers at home, you guys remember Meryl's Place? The original from the 90s were <laughs> Amanda, Heather Locklear, and Jasmine Guy came on the show for two episodes to read Amanda. She was that wild card that, because Amanda was the head bitch in charge. And then mm. Jasmine Guy was like, no, I'm the HBIC for these two episodes. And it was what was needed to shake things up. I think, first of all, okay, if they would have had, like, I don't know, an Asian woman or someone else, it wouldn't have been as fiery as having this St. Louis, around the way, Missy Elliott lookalike come on the show. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy is white and, no, but and she, witty and but she fits silly yeah. and kooky. And she's a different she's dynamic, kooky. though. She's a different dynamic, she though, is. see? I, I agree with you. Know, I mean, they, had to go, they had to go really left yeah. to shake these women up. And, and it worked. I mean, we, Giselle, for what it's worth, we were intrigued whether we liked her or not. Yes. So, I mean, it worked. Bringing words, in a different demo. A way different demo, right? South of the 10, different demo. Totally different demo. Okay, we are going to take a quick break, but instead of a commercial, we're going to take a little preview at Brooks' Summer Love music Ooh. video. Ooh. I think we have the video somewhere in there. Maybe, maybe. There it is. She, I know it's, it's not. It's not great. It's not some. Viewers at home, I like how it's it's directed by Abby Lee Miller. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> woo woo. Oh, Nakaya, she DJs. Spit it back. Who's that? One so, random dude. Random. Random. He's like, I need my day rate. Get on that tour bus. If they make out, I'll be floored. No No, way. That's that's too. mm -mm. I love how Nia's wearing the uh, natural hair don't care lately. Natural hair don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Rock those AB crystals. Right. Oh, little Mackenzie. She's so cute. It's so cute. Guaranteed, this will have like two million hits. <laughs> Probably. Where was I for this? Um, call? Why is she flipping on concrete? <laughs> Does she want to wear a boot next season? Oh, no, Alright, if you want to see the rest of the video, it is up on Shablam. 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 You saw Nia Shablam. Where's Shablam Jalam? How many views are on that? Is that John back there? How many views are on that video? Do we know? 63,000. 
Wow. wow. Not, not quite two million, but if you want to check out the rest of the video, it is on Lifetime's channel. Another thing you should check out, Jason. <laughs> yeah, it's happening tonight, September 25th. Comedy on Fox has never been better. New Girl is back. Two new episodes for the season premiere. Zoe Deschanel and all her friends. Her roommates are hot as hell. Fox TV. And also, Ben and Kate's a new family comedy that I've actually heard is supposed to be one of the best new comedies of the year. Mm-hmm. And The Mindy Project featuring Mindy Kaling, who is very mm-hmm. sexy. I actually was Googling her the other day. She she is um, Sri Lankan. She's Sri Lankan or Indian. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. What this is. I get busted every time I say the wrong thing. And she's doing it for me. But it all starts tonight on Fox Back-to-back comedy, you don't want to miss it. Fox TV, get on it, go watch it. If you can't watch it, DVR it, download it on iTunes. There you go. Well, of course they can't watch it. They're watching (laughs) us. But Fox Comedy Tuesdays, make sure you set your DVRs. Hopefully you have a DVR. All right. (laughs) Should have a DVR. (laughs) If you're still using a VCR and like recording stuff on tape, you might want to enter this year. With us. <laughs> with yeah. Join Welcome. us. Join us. I don't please. know if you know this. The iPhone 5 came out. Did you, oh, oh, oh really? Did, you Did it one? come out? Yeah, it came out. Did the iPhone 5 come out? On Friday. Wait, are you kidding? Oh, and also, <laughs> not to make anything about me, but my birthday's um, the 27th. Thursday. So. Happy yeah. birthday. Thank Moving you. On. Happy, happy birthday. Deanna song. Happy birthday. Okay, so for our, our next little section, you know, they brought. The stars of the show, even though it's called Dance Moms, the girls really are the stars of the yeah. show. Yeah. And they, you know, asked them different questions like your favorite moments, lessons, mm. makeup. I mean, it was kind of silly filler, obviously running out of topics to talk about. Right. So I wanted to ask you guys what your favorite moments were from the season. I definitely liked um, the texting and driving. I, I, I honestly, I think their group numbers are really good. I think when they when the choreography is great, the ideas are so far fetched, but surprisingly and and ultimately Abby makes it work and I think that I love I love all of Chloe Solos uh, solos I love watching her dance like I said she's an amazing technician um some my favorite moment Nakaya and Kaya that whole storyline <laughs> it just was great it, 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 it was great I hope next year they bring in like I don't know some chick named Olga from Russia that just comes <laughs> in you you my daughter dance you know that's I mean but yeah I definitely like all the group numbers that were those are my because we always talked about intensity and this is what they were lacking and as together as a whole there's that intensity maybe they don't have it individually but as a collective Abby the Abby Lee Dance Center definitely has intensity when they come together like you said as a collective and a cohesive group so I loved all the solos this season I'd love to see like a crazy Russian guest instructor yeah. Or something, you know, like I don't know. I you said Russian, so I automatically went back to my dance days. I used to have a teacher who sat on me while I would do the splits with like one foot on the chair, right. and you know, I couldn't understand a Child single abuse. word that they were saying. But <laughs> so putting you on the spot over here, what what was some of your favorite moments, or what was your favorite moment? You know, I I love that uh, this season they um, even though uh, the justice is that the guy justice yep. yes that they kind of mentioned him a lot and kind of bringing male dancers to the forefront and how like you know oh he may win just because he's a guy so penis points right Ugh, just tell. <laughs> they, hate so when, they hate when I say this on the show there's like there's like that other element of like competition like they it's, it's always been Chloe and Maddie and all the girls but now you have this boy that you're always competing against so I like those moments and I do uh, the the texting one was the group number that mm-hmm. was that was one of those moments where I was like <gasps> it was one of those moments it kind of reminded me of um the showgirls one that they did <laughs> where it was like 
is it right or is it wrong? But it's so good. But yeah, intrigued. I'm a little intrigued. By or the this. where have all the children gone? Yeah. 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 I think my favorite moments were where we where something happened that was totally unexpected. You know, like seeing Mia at the top of the pyramid more than once sure. and having deserved that and being the captain and seeing her take leadership and really seeing her open up, especially on camera, and being able to hear her voice and her, you know, getting the spotlight. Mm. I loved seeing Kendall beat Chloe, even though I love Chloe, but nobody <laughs> saw that coming. No. Um, seeing Chloe beat Maddie, seeing Mackenzie at the top of the pyramid, just those things that, like you never would imagine like I don't think I ever imagined some of those girls being as good as they've gotten they really have grown and you know part of it probably has to do with the fact that they are touring all over the country they're doing workshops and master classes and and they are having to live up to the standard of you know pseudo celebrity or celebrity whatever you want to call it so that was just you know pleasant little surprise to see and I am excited that we will be having another season hopefully we'll be covering it here at After Buzz TV and and let's move on to a little news and gossip. <laughs> I know. Well, this was the reunion show, and you know the show's been over for a little while. There's really not that much news and gossip. Um, but Abby does have a new show coming out. We told you all about it earlier this season. Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. They're saying that it's not a spinoff of the show, but Abby is affiliated. The winner will receive a scholarship to the Joffrey Ballet School. Um, it will also feature Robin Anton, creator of the Pussycat Dolls, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga's creative director, choreographer, um, Richie. Richie. Mm-hmm. And I believe we have have a trailer preview of the show. Ooh. I know, lots of video on today's right. show. Where was I? Why didn't they have this one? I, was I love how they always have, like, they show someone dancing. It's always like this really extensive scorpion's, like, <laughs> back arch or, like, really, like, what are they, freaks of nature, aliens? Oh, yeah, dancers are. But you have never experienced $100,000. No money. <laughs> Cool. Who's this random? Oh. Abby Lee Miller takes center stage in this make-or-break new series, Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition, coming this October. <laughs> she gives you that, like that. I love that neck thing. That I she know. Does. It's like, how you doing? <laughs> well, I mean, she—that was learned over time. She maybe she flew in someone to teach her that, <laughs> and then she probably told them that they weren't doing it right. <laughs> she said, "No, it's like this." Well, you guys can't really. I think this show's gonna be good, um, Abby. One thing I will say about Abby Miller that I do think that would be really cool about her is if she would get more of her on-camera personality when she's speaking under control because we always see her yelling and screaming and just being really out the box. That's just her tone. Every, but, everyone that's has a the tone. Abby Lee Miller. That's, yeah. But it's like she's talking at you regardless. I mean, she, right. she When she sleeps, she snores at you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know how, how, to, how to be other than that. Like the loud talking. She's being herself. Yeah. Her true authentic self. If, if she she's came, being, not doing. If she came to you and talked to you very softly and, and that you wouldn't do I'd be that. turned on by that. You'd think Abby, she was flirting whoa. with you. Abby, you're kind of sexy when you give me that Beyonce voice. What? <laughs> what? Abby Lee? Well, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the show and if you love this show, if you are planning on watching that show, please let us know. Leave it in the comments because we're definitely thinking about having an Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition after show here yes. at After Buzz TV. So comment, let us know what you think. Um, any other news and gossip, guys? No. Any projects you're working on? Yeah, actually, um, no. 
<laughs> Other aftermath. Jason has nothing up. that he's working on. <laughs> I do, but you know. Every day he's hustling. Every day I'm hustling. That's all you can do. Tony? I just work on my web show. Lounging and where can, we, where can we see it? You can go to loungingwithtony.com. That's L-O-U-N-G-I-N because I'm that real. <laughs> and you have two seasons that have been great. I've seen every, every, every episode. I, good stuff. I actually have three, Jason. Thank you so much for watching. So he's only seen two. Well, he banned me from looking at his stuff on YouTube. Because uh... <laughs> we look the same. So he didn't want you know me perpetrating. No, the only time that, well, you know, you have a better body than I do. So whenever I get mistaken for you, I'll take it. Oh. Uh, yeah, that is me. That's stupid. Because I like to, I like to eat. Jason does not. <laughs> Lies. Oh goodness! All right, everyone. Well, before we, you know, move on to whatever's happening afterwards, thank you so much for joining us this season. This is our last episode ever. Oh. If you want to see us come back, make sure you comment, rate us, give us five stars, like us, and we read every single comment. So thank you for your feedback. We will definitely take all of those into consideration for next season. Thank you so much for joining us. Tony again, Twitter, website. Uh, Lounging with Tony on Twitter and loungingwithtony.com. So follow me, tweet me, watch me, all that. And I'm not Jason. Yeah, thank you for joining us, Tony. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Hey, fans, you can follow me on Twitter at JJC Forever. And you can also follow me on Facebook on the Jason J. Carter fan page. Until next time, it's been a pleasure working with you, Giselle. And you have a show. Do you have a new show coming out? Yep, Grey's Anatomy After Show premiering this Thursday, 10 p.m. here at AfterBuzz TV. Watch it on YouTube. And you can also download, download it on iTunes with the iPod app. All right, and I am Giselle Ugardi. You can find me on Twitter, G-I-S-E-L-L-E-U-G-A-R-T-E. It has been a pleasure (laughs) broadcasting with you guys. Remember, Bing is for doing, and check us out hopefully next season. Have a great night. Thanks for watching. Bye, y'all. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later! later. From Bing.com. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 